the Rise Higher podcast has been designed to help you rise on your down days and go even higher on your good days. Let's rise higher together. Hi everyone, it's Laura Jane here. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today we're looking at relationships. We're going to look at the purpose of them, why we enter into them and how, and what level of relationship we're currently at with our most intimate partner. So this podcast is perfect for you if you are, it doesn't matter whether you're single or not, because being single, people think, well, it doesn't matter to me. Well, it kind of does, because hopefully you'll meet somebody else. And having this opportunity now to do some work on yourself and learn all of these things about relationships that were never taught, it's like the perfect time. And if you're in a relationship and something just doesn't quite feel right, then this podcast should help explain and give you some more awareness of what's going on. So, you know what it's like when we meet somebody new. It's like heaven, isn't it? It's like amazing, you're on a high, you're excited, you're passionate about life. And that's like phase one and we're sold this phase one as in like oh it's just a honeymoon period love look at those loved up birds oh it'll never last and I always think it's really sad that we're sort of sold this dream that will only last a short while when it doesn't need to be that way if we really know how to be in a relationship and how to communicate and get the best out of each other then it doesn't need to be just a honeymoon period We can have one long honeymoon period. And then we get into this second phase almost where life happens. We might have fertility issues. We might have stress at work. We might be building businesses. We might have family issues. There might be deaths. There might be money worries. All of these external influences impact us. People might be dealing with depression, anxiety, And it's all the stuff that generally doesn't happen in the honeymoon period. And this is like where we sort of begin to look at each other differently. So where in the phase one, in the honeymoon period, we'll call it, we all all we see is the good. We're just so focused on what that person is doing good. And we ourselves show up in the best light. In phase two, We start to see each other's flaws a little bit, the character defects that to us aren't, where the people aren't showing up like we want them to. So what we do is when we meet somebody, we, it's almost like, I remember one of my teachers described as we rob each other. So we go out looking for somebody that will fill the gap that we think we've got and the other person is doing the same. So for example, if you've got a guy that's just come out of a really stressful relationship, he's felt really like pressured and there's been no intimacy, he might feel like he wants to look for somebody and find somebody that's fun. So that's his mission. He's sort of subconsciously looking for some fun. A woman, say for example, might be coming along thinking, I feel like I want a man that's confident and sure of himself and knows what he wants. So these two people are coming together to find in each other 
what they think they're lacking. It's almost like if we've not done any relationship healing work, any work on ourselves to get ourselves into a good place before we get into a relationship, we sort of come as two wounded individuals and come together like that. And then we seek in that other person the thing we think is missing. Have you ever heard of, what's the film now, the line, Jerry Maguire, and he says, there's a line in that film which says, you complete me. And it's sort of Hollywood glamour. It's how it's glamorised relationships that we're always looking for another person to complete us. So that is what we sort of look for in phase one. We think, right, that I, I am lacking, say, that confidence or that fun. And I'm, I'm looking for that in somebody else. We get it and we're like, right, I've got it. But if we do this work before we get into the relationships, we'll know this is why it's good even if you're single now, because you know that you're not incomplete we're not two wounded individuals coming together. We should be entering into a relationship feeling great, feeling complete, feeling whole, feeling healthy mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. If it depends how we enter the relationship, what it's going to be like when we're in it. So back to phase two. Phase two is where we're sort of you know, life life is life is happening and we're managing it. And then this is where all of our issues will start to come up because of all the stresses and the pressure that we're under. The money, the work, the career, the family, whatever whatever we're experiencing will put pressure on the relationship. You know, like when you when you're creating the diamonds, that pressure that that's pressed down. That's what the couple are experiencing. Now, this is where we get into the three different levels of relationships. So when we meet, it's it's always a level one. So it's always healthy, fulfilled, connected, close. It's invigorating, passionate. We accept each other. We don't even see the flaws, but if we do, we sort of accept them. We feel inspired, excited, forgiving, allowing. You know, it's all these wonderful words it's a wonderful place to be. In phase two, we can, with all of this stress that's that's piled on us, we can start to lose the spark and the passion. We can become distant, stressed. There can be less sex, less closeness, less cuddles, less love. And if we're not careful, we can start to go into, especially where children are concerned, the sort of roommate kind of relationship ships that pass by in the night where we're just so busy, so focused on our own goals. We're so busy looking after children and trying to run businesses and trying to keep hold down a job, trying to get the kids out in the morning that we almost become like roommates. And it's at this point that people can potentially stray or people can then break up. This is also the point where the best work can be done because it's easier to get back to a level one and get the spark back. What you can find is that people can move into level three, which we call the dysfunctional relationship, where there can be infidelity, arguing, criticism, resentment, forcing, you know, you're trying to force somebody to do something. 
the family might be impacted, there may be abuse, there'll be no sex, no intimacy, and people will question whether to stay or whether they should leave. And this is the point where the right the right work and the right attention is really, really key. So if we if we can get this right right from the beginning, then that's great. But and that's why it's great to be single and learn this. But most of the time we don't. And I put a post out recently on I'm on LinkedIn predominantly, and it was about our childhood wounds. So we don't see these in level one. We might start to see them in level two, but we really start to see them in level three when we've got all that stress and that pressure, when something happens, our behaviours, our habits, our beliefs that are all formed when we're very young will start to come up in the relationship. So depending on who we learn from, so was it our parents? Which parent was it? Was it our mother? Was it our father? It depends for each person. So for a man and a woman, it depends who they are most sort of related to when they were younger. So did they get their their sort of learning about relationships from the mum or from the dad? For example, say if you've got a woman that was predominantly taught about relationships and about life from her mother and her mother also wore the trousers in the relationship, then that girl is programmed in a more masculine energy so because of, because she's learned from her mother that the mother is in charge now that sort of energy that we're brought up in we then go to school and we're sort of trained into doing getting being what we want to be instead of you know becoming who we are and so we're sort of programmed into this masculinity of always having to do and be and strive and succeed and it knocks us out of balance completely and then we can then teach this on to our children as well now for a man if a man has been really taught about love and about relationships from his mother for example then he will become more feminine Now, this is getting really into the detail of relationships. I'm probably going into too much detail. But it's just to show you how far back these things come from. So what we've experienced as children, if the way we've seen our parents be with each other, love each other or not, who we've seen in charge in the relationship, is it the man, is it the woman? How how was that relationship? How did it play out? We learn from that. So in its most basic form, without confusing you, it's it's what have we learned as children from our parents, from society, and from schooling, from religion, from all of these different places that we now react the way we do in a relationship. And if we haven't addressed our childhood wounds, they will come up when we're in an intimate relationship. It's like a fertile soil for this to come up. And it people it can it can be hard. That part when everything's coming up and there's disconnection can be so 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 hard. But in that situation is gold. 
underneath all of that stress is what we need to access for both the men, the woman, the man, the woman, whoever it is, whether it's male, male, female, female, it's the energy. So it's not male, female, it's the energy within the relationship. One will be more masculine and one will be more feminine. It's not necessarily the woman is more feminine and the man is more masculine. Most of the time in today's world, a lot of the time, we get the woman who is being more masculine and the man then loses his masculinity and goes into his feminine. If he's been closer to his mother as a child, he will definitely drop into his feminine. That is when we start to get a real imbalance in relationships. It's a really, really, it's not a complicated subject. It's a fascinating subject. You can just see where everything comes from and why logically it's hard when we're in those situations to resolve it with our mental brain because we've got so many layers of our psyche. We've got our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings. We've got beliefs that we've had from being young. We've got habits that we do every single day. And when a relationship is strained, it can be so so difficult to see the good in somebody have you ever woken up in the morning and for all for all the love in the world for all the will in the world you want to see the good in somebody but we've almost our minds are so trained in life in general to not see the good so we sort of see the fear we see the anxiety and what could go wrong and we almost don't see the good. We've got to really retrain our minds. And that's the work I do. That That's why it's so different to counselling because we're going deep. We're, get, we're getting, not in a bad way where you're digging up the past. We, we need awareness of the past, but we're going deep because we're looking at what isn't working. So what isn't working now and changing it to create a stronger, better, happier future. And it's really, really powerful because we're almost like rewiring the brain and rewiring the heart. And it it frustrates me. I know that there are so many couples out there that are struggling in relationships right now and it doesn't need to be that way. It's not like some somebody asked me, a magazine asked me to write the the top 10 tips for relationships and I oh I I struggle I struggle to write tips because we, we need profound change you know we're human beings we come with so much almost baggage we come with lots of good stuff we come with lots of baggage as well we can't just be offered tips and tricks to change a relationship that means so much And it's saddening that so many couples split up and go the separate ways and create so much trauma during the split up if there's infidelity, if there's issues like that. So much trauma on themselves and on the children. And it it really doesn't need to be that way. And if you're thinking, but infidelity, anything like that, you, you can't forgive. We touched on it last time that in last week's episode that the the infidelity, the physical act of somebody breaking away from that relationship, it's a massive sign. 
And it's not to say that there's something wrong in that relationship that can't be fixed. It's to say that something shifted and we need to look at what was the trigger. Because if we find the trigger and we can heal the trigger, generally it can go way, way, way back. Then we can change that individual's habits, thoughts, beliefs, behaviours. And that's when we see the magic. So the person that actually did the deed is, you know, they say it takes two to tango. There's always like a bigger story behind it. And it's the, it's the complete story that we need to look at. And the, one of the things we, we do in, in relationship coaching, when I'm working with couples or individuals on my programs, it's all, it's all about sort of stripping it back. So stripping it back, taking off the stress, laying the stress aside, breathing again, reconnecting back to that person who you are, back to the individual within the relationship, reconnecting back to that person, healing what needs to be healed within the relationship, looking at what's happened, and then we can make profound progress together because we're looking at it in a different way. Like so often we try to change the outside effects and we try to work on the issue, what we think the issue is. So we think that person has changed. We think the relationship has changed. We need to do something externally. And what it always comes down to is something within ourselves. I love, I love the way, you you know me by now, I study the course every day. And it's all about mind training. So it's all about really training our mind to think differently. And when we do work in the coaching field, it's all about really getting deep and changing that mind, changing. Not We, we go beyond the mind. Like in my book, More Than a Mindset, it's more than the mind. It's deeper than that. We've almost got to pick up the mind and remove it to get deeper, to get beyond the thoughts and the feelings that we predominantly think. We need to get under them and rewire them. What I love about the course is how it explains that there's two relationships. There's the special relationship and the holy relationship. So the special one is the one at the beginning that we touched on before, where you meet somebody, it's amazing, honeymoon period, you don't see the faults. You're sort of getting from the other person what you think you're missing. And it's called special, not in a in a way that we normally think special. It's special as in we think that other person is special and can complete us. Now, the holy relationship is where the relationship is healed. Now, in between, that's the key. So the ego in all of the pain and in all of the stress and whatever's happened in the relationship to cause that disconnection... The ego will say to go, to leave the person that you're with, to move on and find somebody else because somebody else, there must be somebody out there that's better suited to us. And the ego will scream at us. Our mind will give us all of the reasons, all the justifications why the person that we're with now is wrong and has done wrong and is not right for us anymore and why we should go out and find somebody else. But what the ego wants us to do 
is to then do that, move on to the next person, never fully heal ourselves and find somebody else where we can replay this drama all over again. So if you've ever been in a relationship and you've sort of had the same patterns and the same things come up, then this is why. And it's a case of really working back and going back and doing the work within this part. Now, when the ego's screaming at us to leave and to find somebody new to play this drama out with again, the, the sort of the wisdom within us is saying, hear not this now. It's just for me, it's just the four most beautiful words, hear not this now. So the ego within us wants us to seek love, but never actually find it. So it will find somebody to love and it will be great. And then it will be happy to mess it up and help us mess it up. It won't, it won't let us do the work on ourselves to learn more about relationships. It will just help us destroy them. And it's so subconscious. We don't even know we're doing it. And then we split up and then we meet somebody else and we do it all again. The special, the, the, sorry, the healed and whole, the holy relationship is where we recognise that what we've got is gold and that relationships are like the hospital for the soul. So whatever we've been through, whatever childhood traumas, whatever past relationships we've been in where we've been hurt, whatever fears, issues, anxieties, beliefs, behaviours, habits that we've got, can all be healed within this relationship and those four words hear not this now is our higher self that wisdom within us that's telling us to not run away that somebody else won't fix us because we're not broken we're not broken people we don't need somebody else to connect to to, to um we don't when we're not broken humans we don't need somebody else to complete us because we already are complete now, we don't believe that because we're born into this world full of fear and we believe we're not good enough and we believe other people have it and we don't. But when we do the work in the program to get you into a good state, both individuals into a good state, you know you're complete. You know you don't need anything outside of you to complete you, to make you happy you come into that relationship whole and, whole and healed. And that's where the beauty is. This is where the magic is. So if you're in a relationship right now and it's hard, then that's okay. It really is okay. Things can be done about it with the right help. It's not the end. So yes, it might feel very painful, there might be a lot of lessons to learn. There might be a lot of truths to speak. But like I said, hospital uh, relationships are like the hospital for the soul. So if we think of it in a different perspective, in a different light, wow, what, what an amazing experience that we're in and what an amazing thing that we can do. If any of this resonates with you, I could talk about it for hours. I love this subject. From having an ego that screams at us and tells us what the other person's done wrong and how we need to leave or how we need to go and fix it, how we need to go and fix the other person to those four beautiful words of hear not this now. It just takes the stress away and we can actually look at the problem and we can go underneath it. 
if this resonates with you, if anything I've said resonates with you, please reach out, DM me, you'll find me on LinkedIn, you can DM me there, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, Laura Jane Hand, and I would love to have a conversation with you about it. There's so many people in so much pain and it doesn't need to be this way. And I'm on a mission to help people get great relationship coaching, not advice. There's a lot of bad advice out there and I'm on a mission to change all of that. So as always, let's drop into a visualization now. It's like a visualization meditation and we'll do it all on release, forgiveness, allowing and feeling really whole and complete and in a really good state ourselves. So I will see you on the other side of the visualization. Okay, so sitting somewhere where you won't be disturbed, where you can really relax and just let go. And it helps if you close your eyes and just go within. And in your mind's eye, if you can picture somebody, it could be your most intimate partner, it could be a parent, somebody that you disconnected from, it could be a neighbour, a friend, whoever has come to mind is the one. And just see them stood in front of you. and almost feel the feelings that you have at the minute about this person. You might be feeling frustration, anger, resentment. There might be hate, disconnection. You might just be holding even a small grievance against this person. Maybe they've let you down Maybe you've let them down. Maybe you just wish that they would behave differently. See all of this in front of you, all of this pain. And then just let it go. Take an inhale and big exhale just release and let go. Now see in the centre of their heart, see a big ball of golden light. And just really focus on seeing this light in them. See it extend throughout the whole body. And just extends out of the body all around them. It's almost like you can see the aura all around them. Just keep breathing in. And any sort of grievance, any negative thoughts about this person that comes up, just let it go. And just keep focusing on the good in this person. You keep seeing the light. Now imagine this person is stood under the most beautiful waterfall. And it's the clearest, most beautiful water that's washing over them. And it's touching the head and it's running down their entire body. 
it's, you can see it clean in the mind, clean in the heart. This water is just rushing down the body all the way to their feet. And they're just being bathed in this beautiful sparkling water. And anything, anything that needs to be let go of, this water is just washing away. And then see yourself stepping under this beautiful water as well. It's covering your mind, your entire mind is being bathed in this gorgeous, beautiful water. It's running down your body, it's cleaning your heart, your stomach. It's, it's going all the way down your legs and it's cleaning your feet all the way down. And you and the person in front of you just completely covered in this gorgeous water. The sun is shining on you both. Whatever's happened between you, in this moment you have let go of completely. Keep breathing nice and deeply, deep breaths into your tummy and exhale and release. And inside of yourself, you access that place where you feel incredibly strong, incredibly happy. And whatever anybody does on the outside, it almost doesn't matter because you're feeling so strong. And this beautiful light that you can see in them, that's surrounding their heart and covering their entire body, is also in you. When you first met this person, you loved them. You saw the good in them. And that is the truth about them. What happens along the way is just the drama, the chaos, it's just life. But we can always choose to come back to this place of perfect peace. It doesn't mean to say we condone the behaviour. It doesn't mean to say we keep putting up with it. But we're choosing to see the good in them which means that naturally we'll see the good in ourselves even more. The love we give to them, we don't lose, we actually get more for ourselves. This love makes us feel stronger, more powerful. So whatever happens, we know we're okay. Now let the image of this person go and just stand under this water on your own. Stretch your arms out wide, look up to the sky and just feel that wholeness, feel complete, completely loved, completely healed. Feel your feet on the ground and feel, imagine a beam of light streaming into your mind. Your feet are on the ground and this light is streaming into your mind. Feel your heart open. 
Feel this light move into your stomach and heal any emotions. And when you're ready, take a big inhale, breathe into your tummy and exhale and release again. Breathe in and exhale and release. And when you're ready, open your eyes and come back into the room. Mmm, that was gorgeous. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will see you again next week. Have a great week.